This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. So, government workers have the day off today? Is that uh, right? Bankers as well, yeah. Yep. Okay. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. Live from Studio C. Si, senor! A dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. Hey, everybody, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. America's veterans from Lexington and Concord to today. A respectful, celebrated Veterans Day to you today, my friends. I asked my brother, a war vet, how he spent Veterans Day. He said he watched the Chiefs game. Seems like it's a good a way to spend it, is any? Sounds like a great way to spend it. <laughs> um, uh, how you doing? How's your weekend? Dang smoky where I lived. Ooh. And I wasn't anywhere near a fire, and it was still so smoky we couldn't go outside on Saturday. I'd say if you're west of the Pecos, you're uh, near a fire in terms of smoke. God, the West Coast is ridiculous. Yeah. And, you know, ridiculous is, I don't mean to be disrespectful, utterly tragic, horrific, terrifying. A, a, a catastrophic financially, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I have a number of fire apps, so I can keep an eye on things. A cabin in the woods, and uh, the entire country is fire-free. The entire country, except for the state of California, it's amazing. Seven thousand homes have burnt down. That's Sorry, there's incredible. one in Idaho. In a in a couple of days, yep. yep. Seven thousand homes have burned down. Yep. Just in a couple of days, yeah. which is just Astounding. freaking amazing. Um. But we got more on that later, and then everything else has happened over the weekend. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Mike? I'm doing okay. Uh, the girlfriend and I, we went out Saturday night and saw Bohemian Rhapsody, and you know the movie about Queen. Really enjoyed that. Mm. But when we went do out... Do you do the fun, Dongo? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Really right. a lot of fun. But when we went out, the smoke, like Jack had said, it was just so bad, I was literally choking on this stuff. And, I mean, it was just like a dense fog. I mean, it, it was crazy. Yeah. yeah, the 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 TV's always warning me to stay indoors my whole life for various uh, smoke, pollen, whatever. And I've always ignored it because they, I don't know, they treat everybody like they're ninety years old and have emphysema. You ever think maybe the TV guys are outdoors and they just don't want to see you? But maybe it's pers- maybe it's personal. Saturday we actually stayed inside. I mean, yeah. it was just you couldn't you couldn't not cough well, while people, you're outside. People were out and about, but they were actually wearing masks. Yeah. Sure. We, went, we went to the hardware store to get some uh, propane, and uh, everybody working outside was wearing a mask, like it was Beijing or something. There is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well, despite the fact that I was planning on doing all my banking today. I guess that's out the window. Yeah. Um, I had a big uh, whole, all kinds of banking you wanted to do. Well, you're going to move some funds around. Exactly. Mm. Well, move something from checking to savings, then maybe back. Maybe offshore and back. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I I was going to uh, do my normal uh, avid endorsement routine this weekend. It was just a bonus that it happened to be a health benefit because of the the bad air quality. Uh, I attempted to make it to gold rank in my League of Legends video gaming. I sadly made it just short. I've I've finished silver one, one one tiny smidge rank below where where I was trying to get before the season ended at midnight last night. Uh, but. Ever forward, next season is uh, but a, a couple weeks away, and I will try yet again to get the gold rank, which means nothing outside of something. I have no idea what any of that means, but I know it does mean a lot to a lot of people. 
So I'm perfectly uh, happy that you're talking about it. I didn't know there were seasons for I think video it's games. Foolish and idiotic. That is a video game. I think it should be stopped immediately. <laughs> the government needs to step in. Our nation's youth are being pulled down the road of iniquity. <laughs> there is uh, Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. Our Marshall. Well, I agree. Smoky, smoky weekend. I listened to the warnings though, so I went and stocked up on steaks and wine, and then hunkered down indoors. <laughs> And I spent uh, part of the time watching that last Jurassic Park uh, movie, Save the Animals, I think it was called. Not good. Not good. <laughs> Dinosaurs, better actors than the humans in wow. this one. <laughs> Ouch. Scathing indictment. Oh, God. It was awful. We watched, we watched with the kids. Have you ever seen Julian? It's a cartoon. No. King Julian. Oh. Is that about like a benign dinosaur of some King sort? Julian, oh, he's a little an ape. He's a, he's a ferret-like character of exactly, some sort. Exactly, a ferret. But uh, <laughs> a ferret-like he ape. gets into hijinks and stuff like that. And there's a couple of seasons of it. And I will tell you, it is one of the funniest shows that has ever been put on the screen. Wow. Of any size. Really? Wow. And I highly recommend it to adults or children. That show is freaking hilarious. Julian. is a series? King Julian. King Julian. Yeah. Is that a, a series or a special? Well, saying? it was a movie, and then they made a number of episodes. I don't know if it ever aired anywhere, if it's just a Netflix thing or what. King whatever. Julian is the king from duh, the Zoo Animals Escaping movie. Zoo No, not Zoo but That was a U2 album. Madagascar. 30 years. Madagascar. That's right. Thank that's you very right. much. You pulled it all together. Spinoff. Yeah, so it was a spinoff. But God dang it, that's a funny show. If huh? you ever just want to entertain you or your kids. Or if Excellent. you want one of those shows, you can entertain the kids, but you could stand to sit there and watch it with them. Right. Some of that stuff's hard to watch, but some of it is fantastic. Put that, uh, give it a gold star. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. How did it already get to be what they're calling Veterans Day? But yesterday was Veterans Day. Monday, November 12th, year 2018. We're setting you straight in 21 8. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then. Let's begin the show officially according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. Some of the unbelievable video that's coming out of those fires. You know, everybody's got a everybody's got a video recorder with them in the modern sure. world. So yeah. You see a lot of this stuff. God dang, have you seen some of those of people driving away from those fires? Yep. You wouldn't think. Well, a lot of a lot of people didn't make it, but you wouldn't think you were going to make it. No, you would definitely be aware that it could be over. Yeah, it's, and it's just horrible, unthinkable, and not in a pleasant way either. I mean, it's just that's it's. Ugh. It is incredible how quickly this can come upon you. Exactly, and that was the horror of this fire. There was no time to evacuate. What are other headlines, Marsha Phillips? As we've been talking about it, wildfires raging at both ends of the state. Thousands of people evacuated, all with stories to tell. We'll be sharing some of those. California's Governor Brown calling the fires the new abnormal. And American veterans getting shortchanged again. Stories coming up minutes from now. A week ago, 7,000 homes stood and people lived in them and they're gone in a week. It's just amazing. 7,000! How does a mailbag look? Oh, it's outstanding. We're going to attempt something very difficult. Both the weekly shower thoughts and an edition of Chatty Checkout Theater. Awesome. It would be a very busy mailbag. I know, I say this every Monday, but some of the conversations on the Sunday news shows were so stupid yesterday. I mean, so incredibly freaking stupid. Oh, my God. They're desperate. They're de- they're deranged. We got some clips from Saturday Night Live, including a controversy that got cleared up. If you haven't seen that, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. 
The Armstrong and Getty Show. So the new attorney general guy, right? Your talking show, your talking heads on the talk shows yesterday kept asking various leaders of Democratic committees. What if he refuses to release Mueller's report? Oh, no! Who thinks that could possibly effing happen? It won't happen. Of course it won't happen. Can you imagine the public outrage outcry that would happen? What if he sprouts (laughs) wings and flies around the Capitol Dome shooting lasers out of his eyes? So Mueller's going to release his report after two years of investigating, give it to the Attorney General, and the Attorney General's going to say, I'm not going to let anybody see it. And everybody's going to say, damn it, checkmate! Really? That's the no, way it's going to say. I've, uh, I've reviewed it. It's, it's not terribly interesting. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. And, want, and, you wouldn't and, like. And it. of course, Mueller won't say a word. Right. And, yeah. It's just ridiculous. Right. Right. There will you be no about, copies leaked at all. Right. You're talking about an attempt to scare people. Yeah. No kidding. And one other thing, Sean, is that a Costco apple pie in the lunchroom that I saw? Yes, it was. I was going to attempt to <sighs> body block it to keep it from entering <sighs> your vision. I saw it. Now I'm doomed. Best if sold by yesterday. That's still pretty fresh. You There's... want me to eat it before you eat it. <laughs> Throw so yourself you on the it. pie to protect the, uh, the co-host. <laughs> I'll do that. It looks pretty damn good, I'll tell you that. Mailbag. First of all, uh, this, in honor of Veterans Day, the oft-cited bit of wisdom, which I have a quibble with, surprisingly, but stay with me. It is the veteran, not the preacher, who's given us freedom of religion. It is the veteran, not the reporter, who's given us freedom of the press. It is the veteran, not the poet, who has given us freedom of speech. It is the veteran, not the campus organizer, who has given us freedom to assemble. It is the veteran, not the lawyer, who has given us the right to a fair trial. It is the veteran, not the politician, who has given us the right to vote. It is the veteran who salutes the flag. It is the veteran who serves under the flag. And it is the veteran who is buried with the flag. God bless all who answered the call. Um, I, I've always d- loved that little bit of verbiage. Is it a poem? Is it a statement? Is it, I don't know what it is. Um, the only argument I would have for you is that the preacher and the reporter and the poet and the campus organizer and the lawyer and the politician better be fighting for their rights, too, or your rights will go away. Be respectful of the military. Do not be worshipful. They are playing their role, and it's an incredibly important role. But uh, don't forget, you have a job, too. Moving along. Your weekly shower thoughts is compiled by Rich in Cabo. He's on vacation, Mm. but still cobbled them together and sent them to us. It becomes less and less acceptable to cry in public the older you get, despite the reasons for doing so becoming more and more valid. (laughs) Amen to that. Uh, Let's see. The inventor of gift cards was able to convince the public to exchange a currency that is accepted everywhere into a currency accepted at one location. Wow, that's pretty good. It is absolutely true. Gift card is one of the uh, more interesting things that has happened in in commerce, especially in gift giving. Right. It's all driven by the assumption that people won't use most of them or any of it. In some cases, it'll well, go in a drawer yeah. and be forgotten. From the retailer's point of view, yeah. from the giver's point of view, it's just that cash seems crass. Yeah. So here, or, or, or unthinking. And, and, you know, taking the point of that. So cash seems like you don't care and it's rude. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you cash you can only spend at one place. 
and that's better somehow. Seems like you thought about what they would like. If you give them cash, and I totally get where you're coming from, and I, I more or less agree with you. If you give them cash, you're saying, here's anything. Here's anything. I haven't thought about it for a second. Kind of. I guess here's the difference, though. I was thinking about it in reverse if I'm getting one. Especially when I was uh, poorer. Um, if you gave me cash, I got to think, okay, do I spend this on the, uh, you know, I need new tires or blah, blah, blah. Or my natural gas bill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you give me a gift card to Best Buy, and I have to use it on something frivolous, more or less. Right. I guess I don't have to. I could get a washing machine. Right. Um, you know, or Applebee's. I get to go out to eat. If you give me cash... In various positions I've been, I shouldn't go out to eat with this money. Right. It's the last thing I'm going to do. Right. Yeah, I hear you. Well, there yeah. you go. You're giving, you're giving somebody the license to spend it on something. Well, and if somebody gave a positive Sean a gift certificate to GameStop, that would be a recognition, hey, I know you're really into the gaming thing. It can get expensive. Here you are, bro. What am I buying games at a store? The internet's a thing. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. There's no reason to be derisive of your old Uncle Joe. <laughs> Moving I thought on. you liked video games. <laughs> speaking, <laughs> speaking of uh, poverty, we tend to romanticize the poor who are geographically far away from us and demonize the poor who are nearby. That's pretty good. Yeah, romanticize, yeah, demonize might be a little strong, but um, gunpowder is just angry sand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the unfortunately true because smart, well, I'll move that. We don't have time. Sand with a temper. Cheating in exams <laughs> is just studying at the wrong time. There you go. There you oh, go. I love that. <laughs> I'm still studying. I'm not I'm studying. He's great at this class. I'm asking him for help. Just a little late. <laughs> and finally, speaking of video games, how funny would it be if NASA got to Mars and saw a sign that said, Congratulations, humans. Level one completed. Oh, <laughs> oh. All right, listen. I don't want to. We've been waiting for a long time to see if you could figure out how to get here. You oh. have completed the training mode. So, on uh, 60 Minutes last night, and I'll keep this brief because we really need to get to Chatty Checkout Theater. They were, uh, they were talking about these South African gold mines that go a couple of miles straight down into the earth. Unbelievable. Which boggles the mind. Um, and the life forms they're discovering, they're ooching about in the rock. And the uh, the water between the rocks, uh, funky little worms and crustaceans and, and, and all sorts of wacky critters that nobody had any idea could survive down there. And so, which brings us back to Mars, they're thinking, well, wait a minute, there's a little subterranean goo there. It's entirely possible there are wacky little creatures. Uh, living under the surface. But if there were, this is what I've never understood. Yes. If there were. That would change everything. You're <laughs> would right. It, would You're it, right. Yes. Would it? It would, would blow it, our minds. Well, it, it, it would. Would it make any difference? It would. Well, it Only would, intelligent life matters to me. No. Would, what if they're delicious? <laughs> now you're shirting on. Now you're hurting Sean's feelings. What if they're delicious? Um, <laughs> what if we can farm them and make them into delicious pastas? Ah, birdy. Well, see, it doesn't mean as much to you because I know you assume there is life on other planets. Yeah, that's true. I, I find it self-evident that there must be. But I'm, I'm starting to believe, uh, buy into this belief that uh, we are life from Mars. A little chunk of Mars broke off. Life on it from a long time ago hit Earth. That's how we ended up with life here. No offense to uh, well, hardcore Christians. Why Mars? Hmm? Why Mars? Why not Venus? Well, I suppose it could be Venus. Okay. But. 
Right. Eh, you might be right. I don't know. Well, that see those who <laughs> those a, who see a division between the hand of God and science. I don't understand you. I read if a, God is in charge, Sean, stand down. Damn it! If, God has intervened. If God is in charge of the universe, you know how the universe works, described by man, is science. I have no. No, no I don't problem have a problem with that, with that either. You're saying, Sean? I read a book once that suggested men were from Mars and women were from Venus, <laughs> and he was right. <laughs> That was worth waiting for. Uh, so uh, do we have theme music for Chatty Checkout Theater? This is the awkward moment where you get a really chatty checkout clerk, and you're the sort of person who just as soon get out of there, and you just you don't dig chatting with strangers like a lot of us. So the setup from Sacramento Joe here is uh, he's wearing a blood donation T-shirt. Do we have theme music for this, Michael? I don't, we do. Welcome to Chatty Checkout Theater, everyone. So Sacramento Joe is wearing a blood donation t-shirt that says Soy Tu Tipo in Spanish uh, for Am I Your Type? Much like pancakes, egg, etc. It's kind of a play on words. I get it. <laughs> also important to note, I'm not wearing any Sacramento Kings gear or NBA gear of any kind because I'm not a fan of the NBA. Lastly, I'm buying cat food, amongst other things. Okay. Which brings us to our drama. Hey, how's it going? Great. I guess I'm your type. What? I'm your type. Your shirt. I'm your type. I'm a universal blood donor. Oh, oh, cool. Yeah, I think I am too. Awesome. We could totally donate to each other. Yeah, yeah. My whole family are universal donors. It's pretty cool. Uh huh. My mom says I have to marry someone who is a universal donor. Donor too. Got to keep it in the family. So okay, okay. Go Kings. Am I right? Uh, sure. Yeah. We're gonna kill LeBron. Great. <laughs> so, how many cats do you have? <sighs> two. Mm, I was gonna say, you either have a fat cat or two cats. <laughs> I have two cats. I didn't want to offend your cat by saying it was fat, so that's why I asked if you had more than one. <laughs> I just, I'm just, I'm just stocking up on food. They must really like cat food. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll see ya. <laughs> that is Joe signs off with that was an excruciating and weird two minutes. <laughs> that was a long conversation. So, um, who, who thank was, you for listening to Chatty Checkout. Who was Michael's person who piped in about the basketball? Checkout uh, clerk number two. Oh, really? He yeah, he wandered my, over. One of my helpful coworkers. Yeah. How about them Kings, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sports team. <laughs> Regional team. <laughs> oh, God. So Marshall's got the news coming up, and we'll get into all that and the drama from the weekend. And how much are the Dems going to investigate? They tip their hand, perhaps, over the weekend. They certainly were asked that question enough. That's it's the only thing the media is interested in. Oy vey. So stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. on the pie. I was poised. I was hunched over it. I was ready to cut myself a slice. Then I realized, Joe, you're at your lowest weight since September. You're so happy when you got on the scale to this morning. I've entered that part of the year where you eat anything that people oh. bring to work. Danger, danger, <laughs> danger. Last through the whole holiday season, then January 1st, a New Year's resolution to not be so fat. Oh, boy. Um, that's... Let's get to the important news now with Marsha Phillips. All right, taking a look at the state on fire. The death toll is at 31 in massive wildfires across California. 
The campfire in Northern California has killed 29 people. That matches a fire back in 1933 as the deadliest on record. And with modern uh, communications equipment, emergency uh, equipment, the professionalism of our first responders, the rest of it, it is astounding that there could be that sort of death toll. And and Lord knows it's going to rise as people are discovered. It is mind-boggling. And for those not following the story, that's because the fire was so incredibly explosive and swiftly moving, just beyond comprehension. I can't stop thinking about people sitting in traffic, you know, on a two-lane road, and the traffic's going nowhere, and the fire's getting bigger behind you, and you got your possessions and your kids in the car, or grandma, or whatever. Oh, my God. Well, and people literally sliding down canyons, praying they didn't plunge to their deaths, to escape the fire behind them. Right. These, are, these are modern people with, you know, a life very similar to yours. The fire burning north of Sacramento at last report has covered over 111,000 acres. They're going to be releasing new numbers in probably an hour from now, half hour to an hour from now. We'll update you when we get those in. And that is a beautiful, just to draw a quick contrast, that is a beautiful and, and rural area where you can live amidst tremendous beauty. At a very reasonable cost. It is not a rich person's enclave, Paradise and Oroville and that area. Then you've got Santa Monica. I mean, some of the most expensive real estate on earth is just getting torched as well. Yep. Yes, indeed. People showing up at evacuation centers around Northern California. More and more tales of horror and heroism at the Butte County Fire uh, Fairgrounds, rather. The evacuation center there, Jackie Tate says she was home recovering from surgery when she was oh. told she had 20 minutes to evacuate. But even then, boy, it was a close call. There were cars behind us burning up, and we just just kept going and kept going. As the roads became gridlocked, ABC's Will Carr reports many people had to just abandon their vehicles and walk away. So many people had to jump out of their cars and make a run for it, so search and rescue crews are going car by car. When they clear them, they put a pink ribbon on and then move down the road. Strong winds continue to make containment harder for the firefighters. They're expected to continue this morning. The winds expected to continue this morning along with very dry conditions. Um, Different story down in Florida, that whole recount thing, trying to figure out who's going to be a senator and who's going to be a governor. It looked like the Republicans won. Now, is it going to go the other direction? We're going to get a live report on that. Um, there's some shenanigans going on, according Definite to some. A lot of a lot of lack of transparency that's worrying people. That's shenanigan number one. Have you been following that story? Well, we'll ask our reporter uh, Pete Combs. But there's a woman in charge down there that's been found guilty of all kinds of malfeasance over the right. years. How does she still have having the... to do with voting? Yes. How does she still have the job? Well, I guess we'll look into that. One last note on the fires, the air quality for Northern California and a number of parts of Southern California are very bad. Some cities are actually offering free masks to people to wear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when yeah. they get out and about. Yeah, in my burg, I was checking uh, what they were saying was the particles per millimeter or whatever, however they... Right. It was up to 177, which was full-on stay-inside level. Right. And, and you know, I didn't need that to know that it was not good because we'd go outside and we'd cough and our eyes would burn. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, Judy and I happened to be driving home from the uh, the mountain ranges uh, back down into the lowland uh, right around sunset, and it looked like we were descending into hell. It was. We were thinking, why would we? Do, why are we? Uh, the animal in me was thinking, turn right. around and go in the other direction. 
Veterans Day is being observed today since the actual holiday fell on a Sunday this year. So that means you're going to have your federal offices closed as well as most state and local government offices uh, as well. Is that what they're doing? They're observing Veterans Day or are they taking a day off? They're taking a day off is what they're doing. Ironically, American vets who were promised federal benefits in the form of tuition and housing assistance have been left stranded by a bureaucratic backlog. NBC is reporting that the veterans haven't received their benefits in months, and in some cases, their records seem to have been lost altogether. Oh, my God. I've heard these stories so many times. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're so sowing the seeds of our destruction. You're taking families that had people who served in the military generation after generation, and you're going to have a generation that tells their kids, don't do it. Right. And then where are you? Well, and what's particularly galling for me, because I'm a guy who tries very hard to keep his promises, we are saying to that next generation, the American people don't keep their promises to you. We don't keep our promises to military families, to vets, to active duty people. We say stuff, but we don't mean it. And I really don't appreciate that sort of dishonesty on my behalf. And it's a bureaucratic backlog, yeah. you say. That you're, is galling. You're not going to get the health care we promised, and you're not going to get to go to college like we promised. Right. Other than that, I hope you enjoyed your time in the military. Turns out the forever GI Bill that was signed uh, in uh, 2017, passed and signed in 2017, expanded benefits greatly for veterans, but provided no money to upgrade the antiquated computer systems that the VA uses to process them. So right now, hundreds of thousands are believed to be affected by these delays. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. The best thing you could do for veterans on Veterans Day, aside from, you know, thanking veterans for serving, is be politically active in that direction. Vote for people who are going to do something about that. Right. Complain to your congressperson or whoever. You give me 48 hours. I could find a redundant government program that does the same thing as another program or doesn't do anything at all. Grab their budget, upgrade those computers. It would take 48 hours, but there's not a will to do it. So what the hell is going on in Florida? Maybe the socialist is going to be the governor. I don't know. We're going to talk to Pete Combs, who's down there taking a look at the Florida recount coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the the nation. Police were called to a Florida Walmart after employees found an alligator in the break room when he should have been greeting people at the door. That's our transition into Florida talk here on the Armstrong and Getty Show. As uh, this, I, I haven't been following this super closely. That's why I'm excited to talk to Pete Combs of ABC News, who's in Florida following this. But um, I just thought, well, this this will get worked out, won't it? But um, it, it's getting weirder and messier. So on Wednesday morning, day after election, we came in. Hey, I'll be darned. The socialist didn't win, but he came close. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, they're going into recount mode and finding new votes all the time. And how are you finding new votes all the time? And the woman in charge, particularly in Broward County, which is a troubled county vote counting wise, has has had all kinds of things happen that shouldn't happen over the years. And she's still in charge of the whole dang thing. Right. 
So, controversy of plenty and a couple of critical races hanging in the balance. Pete Combs of ABC Radio News joins us. Pete, welcome. How are you, sir? Hey, good. It's been a long morning already, and I haven't even gotten out to the election supervisor's office yet. So, for folks not uh, following the story closely, what's the, what is the current state of things? Well, a state of confusion is probably as good as I could put it. Let me uh, let me try to break it down for you real quick. You have two races in Florida that are so close, they have triggered automatic recounts. They have to be within a half a percent, and that's exactly where they are right now. Uh, in fact, in the governor's race, uh, one second. Uh, sorry, <laughs> it's room service. They want to, uh, or the uh, people want to clean my room. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, only in Florida. Uh, so the uh, you have the governor's race, which is that's uh, former congressman Republican Ron DeSantis versus Tallahassee Democrat. Uh, that's Andrew Gillum. He's the mayor of Tallahassee. That race is uh, the margin is 0.41 percent. You have the race for senator, incumbent Democrat Bill Nelson against the current governor, Republican Rick Scott. And that race, get this, guys, the margin is 0.15%. That's all that separates them. In both cases, Republicans lead. In both cases, the margins of that lead have been dwindling as more votes are being counted. So the question now is, do we count more votes? The answer is from Democrats, yes. Republicans say this is over. There's no way the Democrats can win. And that's how they want to, uh, that's how they want to leave it. There are lawsuits. There are demonstrations. There are accusations of fraud from Tallahassee to Miami to Palm Beach to Broward County all the way up to the White House. Well, And the allegations of fraud, I can tell you at this point, have been unfounded, according to authorities. According to authorities. Now, so the Democrats sent some of their best people down to Florida to, to fight this battle. I personally, I want every vote counted, and however it turns out is however it turns out. That's that's fine with me. Are, are the Republicans uh, battling back with uh, the heavyweights also? Yeah, Republicans is definitely uh, battling back. They've got their legal teams on the ground. Rick Scott's got three, count them, three lawsuits in the works, at least one of which is in federal court. He is demanding that the Florida Department of Law Enforcement, which is a state bureau of investigation, he's demanding that they look into allegations of fraud and vote theft. There have been a lot of, you know how social media gets geared up and often overruns the facts in cases like this. Well, that's certainly what's going on here in Florida. Uh, There are allegations of truckloads of uh, ballots suddenly appearing out of nowhere here in the Democratic counties of Broward and Palm Beach. Uh, you've got all kinds of accusations flying back and forth. There have been demonstrations where on one side of the street, people are yelling, lock her up, lock her up, talking about the election supervisor here in Broward County, Brenda Snipes. On the other side, people yelling, count the vote, count the vote. It is circus time in Florida. Now, this Brenda Snipes woman, she's had some problems in the past, has she not? Brenda Snipes is probably a familiar name, because you remember, she was the election supervisor here in Broward County in 2000. That's the, uh, what, what they refer to here in Broward County as the election we shall not mention. The 2000 uh, uh, presidential election between Al Gore and George W. Bush, because of issues that were uh, uh, tied to this, you know, hanging tracks, uh, uh, butterfly ballots, that kind of thing, the recount lasted more than 35 days and ended up having to be settled in the U.S. Supreme Court. So that is uh, certainly a, a demonizing, a polarizing figure here in, in Florida. Well, and, and the main gripe right now is that she refuses to disclose how many votes are outstanding, from what I understand. Um, uh, say that again, please. Uh, uh, reporters were asking how many votes are still uncounted, how many are out there, and she refused to say, from what I understand. 
Or you know, part of the thing that that I think is hard to tell is that not all the votes are in yet. You still have the absentee votes, uh, and you have the uh, uh, I'm talking about votes from overseas uh, soldiers serving overseas from people who live overseas who are from Florida and still claim the right to vote. Those ballots, get this, they're not even due until Friday. All right, uh, Pete Combs I, of I ABC did, News on the line. I do have one question. I've uh, not understood. So why did Gillum, the Democrat, running for governor, who now hopes he's going to win, why did he concede on election night? What was the information he was getting that he thought it was over? And then what changed? Right, I think they uh, were indicating that a lot of the absentee ballots uh, had not yet been counted. And that is exactly why he decided that he would recant his uh, his concession. Uh and, and that is certainly proven to some degree to be the point, because as we've seen the, the count come in and as we've commenced the recount, uh, the margin that Ron DeSantis has in that race, the Republican, has dwindled. Now, it seems to be holding steady at about 0.41 percent for the past you know, 48 hours. But we should get into the meat of the recount now. And uh, that might change you know, dramatically. Uh, Pete Combs of ABC News. Pete, we appreciate the report very much. Thank you. Sir, you bet. Thanks. So I'm looking at this piece from the Miami Herald from a couple of days ago. Uh, 22 improperly cast ballots considered void due to mismatched signatures and other violations were included Saturday in the final vote totals submitted by Broward County to the Florida Secretary of State's office by this Brenda Snipes character who has quite a history. The illegal votes uh, were accidentally mixed with the valid ballots. After she had initially removed the ballots from their envelopes, they somehow got put back in. And then, as Rick Scott said, wait a minute, what, what is going on? You can't include those. Snipes said Saturday, it seems unfair to me to disenfranchise these 205 voters at the expense of a small number. So illegal ballots were put back in. If you want to really go through this, I mean, if you get into this story, follow Marco Rubio's Twitter feed, because he's been tweeting about this like crazy since Tuesday night. Yeah, he's in fuego. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's, um, well, one of the points he keeps making over and over is there are several counties, uh, big counties in Florida that got devastated by a hurricane that managed to get their votes in and counted. And for some reason, Broward, which wasn't devastated by a hurricane, can't quite get their act together. And it just, it looks to him like they're trying to figure out a way to get the D over the top. That's what it looks like to Marco Rubio. Right. The thoroughly reasonable, Often critical of Trump, Marco Rubio is shouting that this is weird and not right. Uh, well, like I said, I I just want all the actual legal votes to be counted, and whoever wins is fine. That you know, I'm all for the democratic process, but you got to make sure that that's what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I assume that with both sides down there with their very best lawyers. Uh, at this point, anyway, I don't know about in the early hours, but at this point, I can't imagine you could get away with much. Yeah, here, well, yeah, I would agree. But who knows what happened in the early hours? Well, right. Um, the, from NBC News, just in, facing criticism from President Trump, Senator Rubio, Governor Scott, and other Republicans, Palm Beach County Supervisor of Elections says it's unfortunate that they are trying to disrupt our democracy because they don't like the result. And Marco Rubio reported, Applied, unfortunate is your refusal to count their their votes in accordance with the law, and you are disrupting our democracy by violating laws, refusing to comply with a court order, and threatening to have media arrested. Now, you had old uh, Jim Acosta barred probably temporarily from the White House. That was a cause celeb. You couldn't escape that story. 
You got this uh, gal in Florida threatened to have the media arrested, and nobody's uh, interested. Nobody's reporting that. Nobody cares. Okay. All right. Fine. Um, I got distracted. I was thinking about the Saturday Night Live bit about the woman trying to take the microphone, which I found pretty funny. I don't know if you saw that. But they had an intern run onto the uh, the news set and tried to take the microphone away from from one of the hosts, and it was it was pretty funny. I don't Colin believe Just, that to be humorous <clears throat> at all. Colin Jost was barred from the White House, according to that skit. That's right. Yeah. Um, so I don't understand how you have the same woman who's had the same job in government in in Florida for 18 years since the Bush-Gore election. She's still in charge, and yeah. she's had all kinds of problems that she was found guilty of. If it's just incompetence, you know, even if it's not partisanship, but yeah. I, I, that's government for you. You can't lose your job no matter what. You know, I'd meant to mention this earlier. I've, uh, in support of the White House, uh, I have banned Jim Acosta from my house as well. Oh, really? He is not welcome. 60 Minutes with a great story last night about how Google and Facebook are, uh, well, they're stealing all our information and profiting from it, which we all know. Stay tuned for more on that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.